In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents... I really want to lose three pounds. Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. Diet starts tomorrow. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. I want to quit the gym. gym. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. With hosts Aileen Cooperman... Joey does a shampoo! ...and Sammy Fishbein. Whatever, I'm getting cheese fries. Hello and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. And we have amazing Dear DSTs for you. But before that, like, should we just talk about how great that episode with Shay was? Yeah. Last time we last time we were we were on the Zoom together, we were also on with Shay Mitchell. And that was fun. We totally unloaded our eating disorder or you know, disorder eating issues on her. And she just met us 10 minutes ago. <laughs> That was the funniest part because we were like, oh, we're doing non-scale wins. She's like, uh-huh. And then she was like, mine. She, she had like, she, um, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm really like motivated this year. Great. We were like, I ate two bowls of pasta and I'm recovering from my eating disorder. <laughs> she's like, she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh, it's like, Shay, I feel like you got to hit up diet culture Instagram before. <laughs> it was, it was to me, I was like watching her face and I felt so bad. I'm like, this is too much. I'm so sorry. We should have said it. We she's like two it. bowls of pasta. <laughs> That's like not that much. Honestly. I am still very proud of that myself. And I'm going to be, you know, I do because we can jump into the non-scale wins now. And I'm just going to follow up on my last one because I didn't really get to fully say because I didn't want her to be like, OK, this girl's crazy. <laughs> um, I I um, I could, I haven't been able to eat pasta since like since I had it. I've been like you oh. haven't been able like physically. I've just been like, oh, I um, I don't think I want that. Like I had so much. I was like, I don't think I want that. It's almost like it like proves that constantly proves the point of like how intuitive eating works. You know, like you don't, it's a, you don't need it all the time just cause you have, you know, like I allowed myself to have it. I didn't restrict. I knew that's what I wanted. And then I haven't wanted it since. It really works. Like I feel, I feel like I've confidently reached a point where I feel that intuitive eating worked for me. Um, That's it's not great. done. It's obviously like a journey. It's a journey. But um, I love that journey for you. Yeah, but it. I really feel like amazed at how, at how it it works. Like it really is real. Um, it's real. It is real, and I don't know. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah, if anybody still like kind of wants to get into it, I saw that Evelyn Triboli, the um the co-author of Elise Resh, she did a whole Instagram series, like 10 days of intuitive eating. And every day she did a principle and she does a video on it and she outlines it like on two separate posts. And um, just as a resource, if anybody is like deciding if they want to read the book or they give a shit or just want to understand like, oh, is it is it because I mean, we always I feel like people still always think it's just like eat whatever the fuck you want. Like, no, it's not. So it's just it's 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 a way to, again, heal 
a past of either an eating disorder or disordered eating. So um, if anybody wants, which everybody knows we have. <laughs> so everyone, wa- anybody wants to check it out, it's on Instagram. It's Evelyn, E-V-E-L-Y-N, Triboli. So check it out. Another thing, just just while we're still on this, is quick. Another thing that I've sort of embraced is like saying aloud that I have disordered eating, like to people as something that I identify with. And I feel that that has also been like, I never said, I never used to say that, like, because I, I didn't think I did <laughs> thought I was just on a diet. Um, and, but now I feel like I feel comfortable saying I I'm recovering from disordered eating. It makes it like a real thing. It makes it not just like, oh, this like thing I'm doing. Like, no, like this is, it is a a way that I'm taking care of myself. It is a treatment that I worked with my therapist on. Like it's a real thing. It was a real issue that consumed my brain. And it's a real thing that I have actively worked to treat. And I feel like really excited about that. That's awesome. I kind of like, I feel that I've, I've had, I've struggled more with like saying that and like taking, feeling like the person who I'm sharing it with is like taking me seriously. Like, you know what I mean? Like I've even been scared to share, say that out loud to my doctor, you know, like I just, I don't know. I've, but, but I know what you mean. It's just like, it's just like, Oh really? Like, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But like, here's the thing, like, okay, that's their dumb opinion. <laughs> like, Agreed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I feel like, I don't know. I guess I don't really worry so much about enough about people taking me seriously, perhaps <laughs> really the, the, the problem. I'm not like, Oh, this person, like, I, I don't really, I guess maybe I just don't care or I'm like, I mean, it's more so if I believe myself, it's, it's less, it's less about like them taking me seriously. It's taking that, that, idea of disordered eating seriously, because it's not like widely accepted. Like it's more eating disorders are widely accepted, but disordered eating isn't. And that's why like saying that to me, it's not about me being taken seriously. It's just like that, that, that being taken seriously. It's more so just like, what does that mean? You know, I mean, I I would look, I'm not a doctor. I can't diagnose myself, but like, I, I don't know. I really sound like one sometimes. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I would have been described as having an eating disorder. Like, like at what point does it transform from disordered eating to eating disorder? Yeah. I guess like, I guess I don't really know the difference. Like it, it definitely consumed my mind probably as much time as people who have eating disorders, obviously eating disorders are themselves on a spectrum, but like actively choosing not to eat until 5 PM for years of my life. Like just because I wasn't stick thin, like in what way does that not really approach really right up to the line of anorexia, you know? So I wonder like, okay, why is it not labeled as that? Because I wasn't that thin. Like, you know, like that's what I sort of wonder. Like, I, I think that what I was doing to myself, if, if I had had it look differently, other people might perceive what I was doing differently. Yeah, no, you're right. I've definitely... I've definitely like towed the line, like, you know, writing down my weight every day. And like when I was in college, like there were occasions when I did try to make myself throw up. It wasn't like a thing that I always did or like did that like a lot, but like the attempt ever, like 
more than once. And it was so normal. Yeah. Or like in college taking Adderall so you wouldn't yeah, eat. I, like that too. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Like yeah. Those, all those things are like, they're sort of normalized because a lot of people we know did or do them. But like, it if doesn't you say mean, that to a doctor right. and you're really honest about what your what your behavior is like every day, who knows like what kind of diagnosis that could, True. End, you know, that's what I, that's what I wonder. So like, if someone doesn't want to take me that seriously, I'll just be like, oh, like, okay. <laughs> right. Um, I do. I agree though. Like I've, I've also had some made, made some major strides and I feel like that's, I have the proof in like some conversations I had over, over the weekend, like with specifically my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were all super positive. She was like two separate occasions. We were talking and she was like, she said, um, she said like, oh, I've gained like this weight. And, you know, I, I was like, Do, we were on a walk and I was like, you want to keep going? We could stop. I know your leg hurts. She tore her ACL, you know, like a while ago. And she's like, no, I must keep going. You know, I, I gained this weight and I have to, I was like, mom, like, <laughs> you know, like you have one life, like you don't need to be, you don't need to push yourself through pain. And this walk isn't going to make any difference. You know, it, like that's not going to make, she's like, oh, I understand. But like my cholesterol. And I was like, none of like, yes, your cholesterol is like an important factor and like in eating healthy. But right now all you're talking about is your weight. And, and like, I, and she was like, right, I guess. And then separately. So when she's get, she's a doctor, right? So she's getting vaccinated and she wants to go on a, like a trip. She's like, I need, I need to be on a beach somewhere. And so she's been thinking about it. And so she, she was like in the car and she was like, I just need to get, lose 10 pounds for this trip, you know? So I said back to her, you know, life is too short to spend most of it hating your body. And she was like, oh, yeah, but I need to lose 10, 10 pounds. <laughs> I was like, again, you have one life. You don't need to spend all of it thinking about your weight and hating it. And my, my brother was with us. He's like, yeah, Aileen. And I was like, yeah, Aileen. <laughs> and that was, it was good. It was really, I felt so good sharing that. Yeah, it's, it's a hard place to get to. Like, sh- think about all the years we have ingrained in us. She has like double that. I know. So it's wild. It was, it, was, it was a nice moment for me to like kind of step in and like share a different perspective that I've learned. That's great. I would also speak about 10 or 20 pounds. Like it was, it was nothing. Like, it was nothing. Like I used to be like, oh, just, just 10 pounds. It's like that just 10 pounds is the source of the billions of dollars that the diet industry I know. earns. Like just everyone feeling like I can just do 10 pounds. Obviously it's not easy. Like, and I would talk about, oh, I need to lose 20 pounds. I need to lose 30 pounds. I know. That's insane. When I was healthy weights, quote unquote, like according to like the BMI, I was still feeling like this isn't enough. I need to lose 10 pounds. It's like the perpetual 10 pounds, no matter how many pounds I lose. Again, like I just don't feel that it's, I just don't think it helps. 
It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat. It comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties and they j'adore it. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order plus free shipping, baby. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N-U-U-L-Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. All right, so let's get into the Dear DST of the week. Um, do you want to read it, Sammy? Sure. I love reading, as you know. Yes. Matilda. Um, hey, Lean and Sammy. First of all, I want to say thank you for the work you're doing with this podcast. You two have helped me look at my relationship with my body and food differently. I've definitely started to reject diet culture and I'm trying to love myself for who I am. That brings me to my dear DST question. I have two significant groups of friends at this point in my life. The first is a group of girls I've known since high school who I adore. However, growing up, I was always the biggest one out of the group and constantly felt pressure to be smaller and thinner like them. They never said anything to that effect, but it was always on my mind. When I left for college, I really came into my own and felt like I was normal sized. I gained confidence and didn't constantly feel like I needed to be on a diet. Don't get me wrong. I still struggled with my body image, but a lot less. I became close with a group of girls who helped me to feel beautiful in the skin that I was in. After college, I moved back home and now I see both groups of friends pretty regularly. 
I've noticed when I'm with my high school girls, I revert right back to where I was then. I'd question if I'm too big and start thinking about what I'm going to do to lose weight. I struggle to stay engaged with our conversations because I'm focused on how I look. It's like my confidence goes down from a 10 to a five. However, when I'm with my college friends, I don't feel that way. I'm just focused on having fun with them and not worried about my weight. I want to always feel my best regardless of what group I'm with. I would love to hear your ideas on how to reject those negative thoughts as sometimes it truly feels like I'm two different people. Why do I always feel different around my high school friends? And am I the only one who goes through this? Sincerely, a wannabe confident bitch. You're not the only one who goes through it. (laughs) You're definitely not alone. Like one time I was with like all of my, we were on vacation, like back in the day with like all of us. I I don't know if you were there, but like some of our very thin friends were there and I was just the whole time I couldn't enjoy it. I was just like, this is when I'm going to lose weight. And then I went home and I was like, I was like, how can I get prescribed diet pills? <laughs> like that was like, so definitely just saying you're not alone to compare yourself and always feel like you're the bigger person. Like that's so common. Um, I mean, I felt that way on every vacation we've ever been on, <laughs> like with same, honestly, more like more with our college friends. I'll be honest. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't, know why but I've always felt that way pretty much every vacation I've we've gone on with friends ever um I think it's also internalizing like what you think they think mm -hmm. I think that's part of it like maybe you think because in high school like we obviously had more disordered less accepting thoughts you know and maybe she's this girl still thinks like that they think that way you know like she is transported back to that same judgmental mindset and right. whatever they think of themselves is the same as they think of others and what they think of you whereas in college since you know people are a little bit more evolved i wouldn't say in our college experience but <laughs> in terms of eating but like maybe hers um evolved in like accepting a wide array of bodies um maybe that's the reason why you're completely transformed when you hang out with your high school friends well i think there's also something that and I feel this way. I mean, I'll say it. I feel this way. Like when we run the company together, like, I feel like sometimes when I speak to friends who I made later in life, I'm different than I am around the friends that I've known for since I was a kid. And it's not always for the better. Sometimes I, I, I literally feel myself reverting back to my more childish personality traits, probably not beneficial. I mean, I know it's not beneficial, but I feel myself reverting back to that. And I, I think it's because like when you've known someone for so long and like, like your brain, just having them in front of you as like a stimulus reminds you of that younger self, partially because they see you as that partially because you probably see yourself in the context with them as that younger person, rather than like this older, more developed person. I don't think that that's a reason to like drop your high school friends or anything or try to like grow apart from them. I do think it is a reason to sort of work on how you can bring what you now perceive, what you now feel is your more true self to the, to your high school friends or, and to just anyone who you meet, like that it's okay to be a little bit different than you were then. And just sort of like, they will, they will still probably, they will still accept you as you, the, the more matured, more evolved version. 
But I think there's sort of this automatic fear that they won't. I agree. I was going to add, I was going to add to that. Like, it's not only that, like you, you revert to a younger self. It's like afraid to show that you've changed. It's like this fear to show that like I've grown and I'm not the Mm -hmm. same as I was before, because like you said, this fear of rejection of this like grown person. And like, it's also very pot. It's like a lot of people are feeling it. It's possible that they too might feel the same way. You know, right, like maybe they might- feel different and are afraid to share new perspectives because we're not like talking about it. You it know, it might not even be about their bodies. It could be about like their viewpoint on something exactly totally different. Like it could be, it could be literally anything that they might feel uncomfortable with, and they're probably all everyone's probably reverting back to that that self because that's the dynamic of the group. I think that like, that's going to be hard to change your, you know, on your own. The only thing that you can really do is try to like, I would sort of like test the waters, bringing in your, your new self, like just a little at a time. Like you don't need to like be like, I've changed. Like, it's not about that. It's more just, you know, maybe start with like one person you're closer to and like you can air, just try maybe like airing these feelings and maybe you'll discover they feel something similar. Um, I would, I would also just start by like making, if like somebody makes a comment about weight or like someone being thin, instead of saying, instead of being like, oh no, just be like, oh, I think they look good. Like little tiny changes in comments to show your perspective shift. And then maybe somebody else might chime in and say, oh, I kind of agree with, you know, like that kind of, and then you can suss out who who is open, who isn't, you know, but I'm sure like being the first to sort of share a new perspective via like conversation rather than confronting this big thing is probably the way to go. Um, It also might mean like somewhere where you used to make a certain comment being silent. So if everyone's like making fun of, I don't know, someone's size or like the saying this person gained weight, like it might be hard for you to stand up right now and be like, you shouldn't say that. Just don't engage. You can start by like, just dropping out from a comment you might have made before. And like over time, like that will start to sink in. And again, I don't think they're going to reject you for like making changes to your approach. You know, it's so funny. So like, I like Alexa pointed that out about me. She, our friend Alexa, who I've known since we've met in fifth grade, I said something about like talking. I don't like want to talk shit about this I like literally said it and she's like, I know you don't. She's like, anytime I say anything about this person, you're like, or this, how this person looks, you're always just like, yeah, but they're so talented. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, that's fucking amazing. You noticed that. I love you. And I don't care. I'm still talking. I like, like, I love you because I'm still obviously still talking to you, but I don't care what you say. I'm just saying I'm not partaking. Right. And she's not mad at you for doing that. No, exactly. And she like said it. She's like, she's like laughing at herself almost. And then also laugh at making fun of me, but not in a way that's like negative. Right. She's like, yeah, you won't, you won't say shit about anyone. (laughs) (laughs) So that's good. Yeah. I think like I, and again, that didn't happen like overnight. You didn't ever say to her, like, we're not talking shit about this person anymore. It's just like something over time that like became the reality. And then it's not a big deal anymore. Exactly. Exactly. It's just sort of like, again, the whole thing goes back to values. Like if you value like this perspective of how you speak with your college friends, apply that to every 
every part of your life and like, don't back down. Don't let anyone kind of fold you back to what you were before, you know, like, but I do want to say, I do want to say that it is a process. And like, if you slip and you find yourself in the mindset, like, don't beat yourself up about it. Like, again, this is going to probably take months for the, the adjustment to really hit you longer. Yeah. It could also be longer, like forever. Like you're just like, I'm not, I'm never, I'm, I'm just saying like you say, is you, you know, like, okay, when I'm around my high school friends, I will make sure I'm not going to engage any conversations about how thin somebody is or how large someone is. Like, I'm just not going to talk about that. But if you mess up. Yeah. If you mess up, it's not a big difference. And obviously we're not perfect. Um, but good luck. And good luck. Want to be confident, bitch. Want to be confident, bitch. We all want to be a confident bitch. <sighs> yeah, don't we? Don't we? Don't we? Mm-hmm. Um, well, this has been a great DS- Dear DST. If we do say so ourselves. <laughs> Email us your dear DST at DST at betches.com. Please go share this podcast with your friends. All you do is be like, hey, I heard this great episode. I think you would like it. And then they and they'd be like, oh, share it with me. And you'd be like, okay, send. And that's all you really need to do. Yeah. Leave the a, share leave, button is right there. It's Copy right link. there. Copy ask, link. At, you know, you can go even a step further and be like, well, how do you listen to podcasts on Spotify or iTunes? Cause I can share you the specific link <laughs> and then, and then they'll be like, wow, I really appreciate it. And then they'll listen, you know? So just do that. And, um, that's really it. And then of course I said, email us, Follow us at Diet Stars Tomorrow, at Sammy, at Aileen, and... Rate, review, and subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. And we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Betches.